Overthinking is the art of creating problems that don't exist. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss why overthinking is hurting your leadership effectiveness and what you can do about it. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. If you find yourself overthinking things in your leadership role, you are not alone. I have been there more times than I can even tell you. Overthinking about what could be, what could happen, what might happen, what might not happen, the big old what if, all of these other things. Overthinking is a very common challenge for thoughtful leaders. And so uh, th- this this is not a rebuke today and me saying, hey, get get your act together. Uh, why I'm talking about the subject is because this is a scenario that I run into a lot. Matter of fact, I would tell you most often in the world I live in today, I run into this in droves in the entrepreneurial world. Entrepreneurs overthinking. That's not me saying they're not risk takers. But sometimes this overthinking cripples them to take the necessary risks they need to take to move the business forward. So if that's you, you're not alone. Maybe it is you and you don't have awareness around it and it's crippling you as well. So we're going to talk about that also. Thinking about what you're doing and the impact you are having is a good thing. I'm not here to tell you it's not. You need to have some level of thinking. There needs to be some level of strategy. But when this turns into thinking too much, it can stop you from taking action. It can literally cripple you from moving forward. Overthinking can mean missing opportunities or being too slow to move to solve problems before they spiral out of control. It can also make you look like a leader who is lacking confidence. Let me, let me stop on that one for a second. Overthinking can make you look like a leader that lacks confidence. Have you ever been at, at the table and, and you're surrounded by leaders and uh, the big boss man speaks up and says something? And you know, as soon as you get out of the room, such and such leader is going to come up to you and say, you think they were talking about me? Do you think it was me they were talking about? How do you think I should handle that? What do you think I should do? Do you think that uh, they're mad at me? And I simply respond by saying things like this. I don't even think they said your name. I don't even recall them saying your name. What made you think that? Did you create this narrative? Well, Jeff, you know, they said this and they said that. And what about this? And what about that? Sometimes as a leader, you just got to play the ball right where it lies. Don't overthink this. And by the way, if you have a a senior leader that's doing that, by not reacting, it forces them to be a better communicator. We're not here to be Nostradamus and try to figure out what's going through people's minds. Like, let's communicate, but let's surely not create a narrative because I'm going to tell you what it does. It ruins your leadership brand as a confident leader. You become, you know, the deer in the woods. Everybody's out to kill me. Everybody's out to shoot me. Every little crack of a twig, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Is it a hunter? Am I, is today my day? Am I going to die? No, you're overthinking. You're overthinking. And you got to calm down a little bit and you got to move into a level of confidence. So, so how do we know if that's us? How do we know if we're the leader that's overthinking things and how do we put a stop to it? So how do you know? 
How would you know if you're an overthinker? Odds are, if you are, you probably do know, and you probably make excuses for it. And when you're called out on it, you tell people, no, no, it's not me. That's not me. Here's, here's some cues that you might be an overthinker. You might be an overthinker, and you might be overthinking things if you're running through the same thoughts over and over without reaching an outcome. Over and over, you play this narrative in your head, whatever that might be. Whatever, Maybe it's what your boss thinks about you. Maybe it's an assignment. Maybe it's how a project's going to play out. Another one is maybe you blow things out of proportion, worrying about the worst outcomes, even if they aren't realistic. You're the one that maybe is thinking about why everything is going to fail constantly. Matter of fact, you could say that you're a cup half empty type person. Let me tell you why this project's not going to work. Let me tell you why this deadline's not going to get met. And by the way, let me tell you why it's not my fault. Let me tell you why it's, it's maybe even your fault, but not my fault. I'm blowing things out of proportion, worrying about the worst outcomes. You might be an overthinker. Which, by the way, let me restore you quickly. You're an overthinker because you care. Because you want it to be perfect. Because you want it to be right. But let me get back to some other cues. Are you that leader that just isn't taking action? Instead, you continuously plan. Or you continuously take time to think. You need your think time. Which, again, I'm all about think time. But, you know, at some point, you got to run the race. At some point, you got to stop stretching out the hamstring and you actually got to put the shoes on and run. You can't just sit there and get ready to get ready constantly over and over. Maybe you're the leader. uh, You become obsessed with finding the perfect solution. If that's you, you're probably an overthinker. I'm all about excellence and I'm all about trying to achieve perfection, but not at the sake of action. Are you receiving feedback that you're too slow to act or make a decision? And maybe what you're saying when someone calls you out on that, you say, they're just kind of a renegade. They just don't even prepare. They just don't even plan well. They don't know how I'm wired. They don't understand how I do things. If any of these are true for you, you might be overthinking things in your role. So in order to correct this overthinking issue, I think it's important to gain an understanding of why is it that we do this. I've coached many leaders who fall into this overthinking trap. And during this coaching, I've noticed some, some similarities in these situations. And I want to share just a brief few that I would say are probably the ones I notice the most. These, these are some that stand out to me. The first one is you, you overthink things because they really matter to you. And back to my earlier point, most of the overthinkers that I come across have a genuine care for excellence, have a genuine care for the business, and they want to do well. We generally don't usually overthink things that are trivial. You probably don't have to agonize over what you're going to have for lunch. Gosh, I don't know. Is it going to be Wendy's today or am I going to get the sushi? Oh, man, I don't know. Maybe I just shouldn't eat at all. Nobody does that. Why? Because it's kind of trivial. So typically when you start overthinking things, it's because it matters to you. However, when something really matters, you you might find yourself worrying about the consequences of your actions or what might go wrong versus the action that actually needs to be taken. So you sit there and you find yourself thinking about, man, if I did this, then that. Or if I did that, then this. 
or this might go wrong if I move that way. If so, this might be a good starting point for working out how to address your tendency to think too much. The second one is you're overthinking because you fear what's coming. Oh boy, this is speaking to somebody. I'm sure of it. Sometimes we overthink things because we fear the consequences of taking action. Deep down, we know what we must do, but we keep thinking about it until we're completely comfortable with the next steps. If you're fearful of an action you need to take, you may have a tendency to overthink it instead of just getting started. You've heard me say on this show many times, it's very hard to steer a parked car. You got to get the thing going. It's messy. Business is messy. And I've come to find the best business plans and all the strategy and all the thinking that go into them. And by the way, have them. I'm an advocate. But they usually change within 30 days anyway. Why? Because environments change. People change. Technology changes. Competitive pressure changes. Change, change, change. You got to be nimble and you got to be quick. This is a form of procrastination which can cause us to miss opportunities. Sometimes we may even hope that if we take no action, the problem's going to go away. You know who you are. Hey, man, if I just do nothing, it's kind of like the kid that hides behind the curtain and you can see it like from his knees down. Well, if they can't see me, uh, if I can't see them, they can't see me. Unfortunately, that is not how it works in leadership. Is this this sounding familiar to anybody? Number three, you're thinking too much because you, you crave certainty. You need this level of stability. You need this level of being sure of what's going to happen. Overthinking can also be a sign of wanting an outcome to be perfect. You keep dwelling on solutions until the perfect one falls into place. But what you've probably experienced, if you're looking back and being honest with yourself, there's rarely a perfect scenario. You wait until the perfect moment to tackle that hard conversation just to find out the perfect moment never comes. And the time has passed to have the tough conversation that needed to be had to get the outcomes that you needed. And next thing you know, it, this now becomes a, a liability. The reality is, is that nothing is ever perfect and nothing is ever certain, especially in leadership. We need to overcome the discomfort of uncertainty and start taking action. So how do we embrace this, and how do we stop overthinking? The first thing that you have to do is embrace uncertainty. I just talked about this. Uncertainty is always going to be a part of leadership. You have to have the perspective of this. The perfect solution rarely exists. Personally, I'm not a big fan of uncertainty. Truth be told, I like to know what's going on. I like a plan A, B, C with a safety net under all three of them. I'd rather have a perfect plan, and I would rather execute flawlessly. However, however, over my time as a leader, I've become more comfortable with working in the gray because I have found the gray is where the magic really happens. It's rarely in the black. It's rarely in the white. It's in the gray that we spend 95% of our time. And you're out there and you're listening and you know you're somebody that hates the gray. You're the one that also hates the exception to the rule. You would rather be wrong and follow the rule. 
and I'm for rules, and I'm for policy, and I'm for structure, but there is gray in all areas. One way to become more comfortable with uncertainty is to set, set some checkpoints where you can review progress or revise your plan. This will help you, overthinker. Set these checkpoints so that you can get to them, have a little bit of uh, instant gratification, a little bit of self-satisfaction, reflect on it, reflect on it, make adjustments, move on. If you feel you're overthinking a decision or, or a course of action that you need to take, you can make a choice. And then set a time frame where you're going to review the outcome and then decide what next to do. But you got to get this thing, this thing going. The wheels have got to be turning. This, what this does, what this process does, it helps you get started without making it feel as if everything is final. And if, if I don't take this, if I take this big step and it doesn't work, the whole thing's going to crash. Adversely, if you just take checkpoints, it's going to make you feel better about this overthinking. You have to put things in perspective. Are you making the problem more important than it really is? Don't let the progression of analysis by paralysis blow things out of proportion. Don't make the mountain out of the molehill. Number two, get a second opinion. This is a great best practice. And I will tell you, one of the overthinkers that I know best has done a really good job at this, is getting that second opinion. I've become the second opinion. If we are making a big decision alone, it can feel very overwhelming, especially if we have low tenure. To overcome this, find somebody to use as a sounding board. This could be a peer, it could be a friend, it could be a coach. Ask them to help you test your thinking so that you can refine your options. And in in many cases, what happens is that you find that you've done a lot of good thinking already. And then what does this do? It builds your confidence to minimize the overthinking in the future. When you get your second opinion, it might confirm what you already know. And this is a great way to build self-esteem and to build confidence. However, getting someone else's opinion will only be valuable if you're willing to listen and not become defensive. I cannot tell you how many times I have told someone that I felt like they were overthinking just to watch them become unraveled right before my eyes to get the infamous eye roll from them. I'm not, I'm not overthinking this, Jeff. I just think maybe you don't care as much as I do. Suit yourself. Why are you coming to me? This isn't my project. So if you're going to get a second opinion, and I recommend that you do, you have to be prepared to listen. You have to be prepared to hear what they're saying. Even if you don't agree with it, they might be right. But overthinking will absolutely cripple you. Number three, weigh the cost of doing nothing. Because, look, doing nothing is an option. It, it is an absolutely an option. Just do absolutely nothing. Sometimes this is often overlooked when it comes to overthinking, that there is usually a cost to thinking too much, and that's doing nothing. If you take too long to act, you might actually miss out on the biggest opportunity of your career, of your business, or the situation could get worse if you fail to take action. I mentioned it earlier. Inaction can become a liability if you don't act now, if you don't have accountability, discipline, terminate, whatever, the, whatever it might be in your world. Have you ever stopped to truly think of the cost of not taking action? 
Have you ever looked back on a potential missed opportunity because you were you were indecisive? Remember, the best way to never lose is don't play. Not doing something is an option. So if you're an overthinker, think about the cost of what you're doing. Lastly, have someone hold you accountable. This is a big one. Have you ever noticed that if you are this overthinker, you tend to overthink things less often when somebody's relying on you? Think about this in your own family situation. I'll bet this is true. If somebody is counting on you, one of your kids, your your spouse, they're counting on you to do something, when you have more accountability to someone or a cause or a purpose, you probably don't let this overthinking become procrastination and not get things done. Accountability can be a really powerful force because it's not just you that you're letting down, it's other people too. And this could be as simple as asking someone to follow up with you about a decision or about an action that you know you need to make. And and quite frankly, this is a big part of my role as an executive coach. So many times I'm coaching some of the sharpest people I've ever been around, building amazing businesses. And what I've come to find is they don't really need me for the business strategy at all. They need accountability. And some of them will flat out tell me that in the interview process. I interview every potential business client that, it, that I will be coaching to make sure that it's a fit. And I will tell you the majority of them, it's not about they don't know what to do. It's not about they don't know what plan to take. It's not about they're not an innovator. It's about accountability. Some people find it easy to overthink because by spinning their wheels, they're, they're only letting themselves down. Making it bigger than yourself, it can encourage you to make change. So I highly recommend get some accountability around you if you're an overthinker. Putting an end to this wrestling match in your head, second-guessing, creating these catastrophic predictions is easier said than done. I get it. But with consistent practice and being intentional, you can limit your negative thinking patterns. Your mental toughness gives you a significant leadership advantage. Once you learn to keep overthinking in check, you will see your leadership impact soar. So as always, I appreciate you joining today. If you're an overthinker, or maybe you have identified some other areas that you need to approve on in your leadership journey, we would love to be a part of helping you reach your potential as a leader. And I want to invite you to join one of our leadership development groups. We meet twice a month. I personally uh, manage these groups myself. And we're talking about leadership principles that are relevant today and leadership principles that have withstood the test of time. You're going to be surrounded by your peers in all kinds of different industries. The Very robust benchmarking and great conversation. We are truly tackling the challenges that leaders are facing today. If this is something that you're interested in and you need a little accountability in your life, you need a little guidance, you need a little mentoring, you need to sharpen the axe a little bit, I want to challenge you to go check it out at jeffhancher.com forward slash groups. Until next time, keep making big impact and never forget it, y'all. You have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. Win.